Hey, everybody. I'm Steph, the host of JPETS Podcast Editing, and I am here with Austin West. Say hi, Austin. Hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> and Austin has some interesting stuff to tell us about a podcasting department and university in the United States. But first and foremost, let's put on your podcaster hat, Austin, because I know you have a podcast. What is your podcast and where can people find it? Uh, so my podcast is Football Unfocused. So basically just all American football. I'll clarify that right off the bat. Uh, me yeah. and my buddy talk everything about that. It's found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud as well. Just search it up. It's about the only one called that, which is very nice. Uh, so it's easy to find. It was easy to find. And you have a co-host <laughs> on there too, right? Yes. Uh, it's one of my best friends here from college. Uh, we came here to play football together. Uh, and so we started the podcast together, Lavelle Harris. Uh, so it's a great, great time that we have on there. Great. Now, we actually met on one of the Facebook podcast groups when you mentioned podcast department at a university, and you intrigued me with that because I didn't realize that that was a thing yet. So I guess my first question is, what is a podcasting department? Like, what does that cover? Uh, so here at Buda Vista University, where I'm at, we have our own radio station, KBVU. Um, and two years ago, so it would have been my freshman year of college, uh, the current station manager, Tyler Bruner, uh, with help from another guy, Omar Alcorta, uh, they decided, you know what, we want to get into the world of podcasting. So they set up the podcasting department, which is just a little sub department from the radio station. Mm -hmm. um, and my podcast, Mind Lavelle's Fox, was actually the first one ever on there. Yeah. So that was really fun as freshmen to be able to do that. And then I was able to work my way up, start, uh, lead the podcasting department. I believe now, as I'm retiring out of that position, we have about five or six podcasts currently going and we've had mm -hmm. about eight or nine I think total in the past two years winning awards at uh, the Iowa Collegiate Media uh, Association I believe it is mm -hmm. the name so we've won a couple awards there but yeah I'm glad to I'm moving on from that now but I'm I'm excited for who's in, I'm putting in charge of that as I'm now station manager here so I, I'm proud mm -hmm. to see where it's come in two years. That's really impressive for two years. So yeah, yeah I was looking at, at KBVU, which is not easy to say, but I was just looking at the website and it looks like the podcasts are coming through on the radio stream. Are, is there also music and, and quote unquote regular radio programs too, or is it all podcast? Uh, so the great thing about the website is it's not really, it hasn't been updated very well in the last couple of years. So a lot of the shows are in there aren't even existing anymore. Um, a lot of them were live shows. Podcasts don't usually come in on the stream. Uh, the oh, stream okay. is solely the live radio feed. We've got a couple of radio shows, not many right now because a couple of seniors had some and uh, major projects to finish up their senior years or getting in the way of going live on air uh, next door here. You know. Yeah. yeah, of course, you know. <laughs> and so we've had a little less. I think we're we're at like one consistent one because they're not seniors and working on big projects. Uh, right now but we've got music it's alternative music so it's a lot of a lot of everything we like to say um but yeah that's the stream there and podcasts haven't made their way on there just a couple commercials for them but other than gotcha. that they're, they're solely on spotify apple soundcloud for spot podcasts okay 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 and i know you said this already very quickly but i just wanted to clarify the podcasting department is part of the radio station yes yes it is uh, it's just a little subdivision Gotcha. Does it share the same recording space or are they separate um, physical places? So right now I'm here in our uh, production room is where we usually do podcasts from. Um, we've got about three mics in here, which is nice, kind of spread out. With COVID, it's been a little a little goofy with how we've done some things. Yeah. Uh, and then the live studio is next door to me. Uh, so all the on-air stuff, the boards, sure. all that, that's got about four mics in there. 
Uh, so yeah, it's usually separate spaces for them. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. If we're to talk about equipment, what are you using right now to record this? All right. Now to record, uh, we got some fo uh, focus, right? Uh, thing is what we're using now. It's brand new. Um, we used to use an arc talk board. I really loved that. That was one of my favorite things to do in the production room. Um, just cause it's really simple uh, mm -hmm. to use and pretty straightforward. This new one's not so bad either. So, I mean, I'm getting used to it still a little bit, obviously it's a little newer for me. Um, but other, I mean, yeah, I'm not quite sure on our mics are pretty old, but they work fairly well. And so do our headphones at least. Uh, yeah. so that's very nice too. <laughs> Let's start with technology. What, what kind of tech do you guys use to edit the podcasts? Um, for editing, we really use just kind of our normal HP computer. Um, basically, mm -hmm. um, we're more of an audition, uh, Adobe audition kind of people. Mm -hmm. That's usually the program we use. Um, that's what I used when I was working at a radio station back home. That's what I used when I started coming here. Um, so that's just how we've had it the entire time. Uh, I've tried to use Audacity since it's free, obviously. I just can't get the hang of it. So uh, I've stuck with Audition all the way through. It's super nice. Wait, wait. okay. This is this is like the opposite world. You, you're you comfortable with Audition, but Audacity, you're not, you're, you couldn't get I'm used to. I'm not. No, I couldn't use it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's usually the opposite. Usually people, well, podcasters usually start out with um, audacity and struggle with audition because there's so many options there, but let's backtrack for a second. How did you learn audition in the first place? Um, so back home where I'm from, uh, Walker, Iowa, small town in Eastern Iowa, um, a few 30 minutes away is a small radio station called KMCH uh, over in Manchester. And when I first started, I wanted to get into radio for a career. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll try getting a job there. Maybe some call some sports games, kind of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what they use. They use a really old version of Adobe Audition. Uh, they haven't updated it in a while, but that's what I started out working on. Yeah. Um, so I got to learn all the ropes straight away on Audition. I think I had used Audacity maybe once in the two in when I was in high school, when I was working at the mm -hmm. radio station. And that was for mm -hmm. uh, individual speech. To edit something together um mm -hmm. but and i i wasn't a huge fan so i i've just always learned audition and so i had that right from the get-go and so yeah. it was really nice for me that's fantastic i wish i had started on on audition i'm still trying to learn it but it, oh my gosh there's so much there yeah so what are some of your favorite things to use audition for like when you're working on in a broadcast episode what are some of the effects that you tend to use more than others um, more than others, I mean, effects, I usually like to fade in stuff in and out. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you drag clips over, they do that blending together. Uh, that's always really nice because we have a little intro for all our podcasts before people go into their intro mm -hmm. music. So if you can kind of blend those together at the start or maybe fade in, fade out, uh, it always makes it sound a lot better, especially when, yeah. and then you can do it when you start talking as well. Um, mm -hmm. So that's always one of my things I always like to do. Um, I mean, just inserting music is always fun too. Like if you have sound effects, uh, maybe we used to, we don't do it anymore for my podcast personally. Uh, we used to do little commercial breaks for like other podcasts. Um, and so we do like hard editing with like whistles and stuff, but we kind of strayed away from that as no one really, we haven't been able to make really commercials for all our other ones. So we kind of got away from that, but that's usually what I do. I don't usually do too many effects on my stuff. Um, I leave that up to discretion of the people doing the podcast, whatever they want to do. Uh, but personally, I just, I like the plain Jane, you're talking for 30, 45 okay. minutes, throw it in, throw some sound effects at the beginning and end. If you have a soundboard, use that throughout and just see how it goes.
So it sounds like you're used to using very professional equipment. So the input that goes in sounds pretty good. So you don't need to do a lot of fixing of the audio. Is that true? Yeah, that's pretty uh -huh. true. As long as we don't have a car zooming by, <laughs> that's, we're right off the road through campus here. Um, somebody's loud's not driving through or maybe people knocking on the door behind me. I mean, mm -hmm. usually it's pretty nice and quiet in here. Um, the building's pretty empty most of the time if professors are out or there's not usually many people walking through here, especially during COVID. No one really wants to go come in here. So it's That's basically true. it's basically yeah. left to all our digital media majors here on campus. And so it's it's very, very nice. Is school in session right now? Uh, yes, uh, we are heading into finals week starting tomorrow. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for doing this right before finals. That's crazy. Oh, I'm wow. lucky. I get projects. I don't have I think oh, I, have two, <laughs> I have two exams and everything else is nice. Uh, journalism projects. So papers, nice. uh, articles, audio pieces, that kind of thing. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, good. Okay. So buh, 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 buh. Uh, do you so you've been using audition? How many years would you say you've been using it for? Like, uh, four years now. Four years. Uh, Holy yep. cow. And you also teach people how to use it at the station. Is that right? Uh, yeah. If people come in and they don't know how to do it. Obviously, we have some classes here that uh, teach it as well as it's required for the digital media major. Mm -hmm. um, but if most people don't know how to use it, yeah, we, we run them through it, like the basics and say there's so many things you can do with it. If you mm -hmm. look up videos and stuff and you feel like there's something you want to do, you're more than likely to find something that you like and you want to do with something. So, yeah. Well, when you walk them through the main things they need to know, is is it like a super long list or do you have like the top five things to get them started? It's usually kind of like top five things. I wouldn't say it's a huge long list. Yeah. It's like finding placements for the buttons you want, stop, start, pause, record, those kind of things, how to set up, how to delete like clearly, maybe how to expand the screen so you can get a closer look at the audio waves mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Multi-track, that's uh, one of the biggest things I have learned to really embrace uh, as I've, I've been editing. Yeah. I really love multi-track. It helps so much. It, it's very helpful. Um, they're trying to throw things together. Um, but yeah, kind of those main things, how to save, um, how to edit, how to open things, you know, just yeah. the pure basics that you're going to want to know mm -hmm. is what we start with. And then say, if you have any questions about anything you may want to do, if I know how to do it, I'll help you. If I don't, um, we'll try to find a way to do it, uh, probably through the internet, most likely. Mm -hmm. For multi-track, is there, mm, I don't know, uh, you, you kind of lit up when you were talking about multi-track. Uh, it sounds like when you transitioned from, what is, what is the Adobe Audition called just one track? Is it single track? No, it's uh, multi-track and... I think it's just single waveform is what it is. Yeah, uh, waveform, yeah. 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 Um, so what? why is multi-track so good? Um, I really like it because if you're doing sound effects or say like intro music, you can keep them on separate tracks from your actual audio that you may be talking from. So like when we did those commercials, like I was saying, uh, our, us talking would be on the first track and then the second track would be the commercial and the sound effects, just so you can separate it and you know which line you want to go to. And if your audio is quiet um, and you want to turn it up, you can turn it off all at once from the left side. You don't have to worry about turning up your uh, accidentally turning up your sound effects as well, uh, which will just throw everything off at that point. And then audio projects uh, that I do for class, uh, it makes it so much easier when you have interviews that you have to put in there and there's like three or four people, you can put them all on their own track, put music on their own tracks and then put you narration on their own track. It just makes it a lot easier to organize and kind of align things how you want them. 
I mean, sometimes with spacing, it, it's a little hard. You got to be able to line up the lines correctly. Mm -hmm. But other than that, it's just a great, the great thing to use whenever you want like extra things in there. That's true. That's true. I've used Adobe Audition a little bit, but I, I veered right now. I'm, I'm veering more into Hindenburg. Um, so I don't, I'm curious when you talk about using the, like the different speakers tracks and music for each speaker, can you, uh, when you attach two tracks together, so when you move one of them, you move the other oh, one, can you, yeah. can you do that in Audition for like the, the speaking and music tracks? Yeah, you kind of just uh, kind of drag and hold over them is usually what I do. And it kind of highlights them all uh, is usually the best way to do it. And then it'll just pull them all whichever way you want at the same time. It'll keep yeah. the spacing and it'll just move them uh, however far. Maybe like, oh, you realize I want another interview here, but yeah. I don't want to mess up everything behind it. So you just highlight it and move it all the way back. And that, that usually works for me anyways. So. Gotcha. Have you had any kind of really difficult sound interference that you needed to maybe dive into the spectral view or do anything really intense with it? Um, I've had it once. Uh, we've used other websites uh, like Zencaster, uh, obviously me and my buddy use because he's not on campus this semester. Um, we've had it when we used we did the podcast from home uh, when we got sent home for COVID, when COVID first started. He had some bad internet, and so it would send uh, spikes throughout. Yeah. And so we had to go back through and kind of edit those out. And sometimes if you have more than two guests, it kind of – they over kind of talk over each other sometimes. Or maybe, like, you have a good quote going and someone kind of says something right before or right after that kind of throws it off and doesn't really add to the conversation. So you might want to turn them down a little bit there or just, like, sniffles, coughs. I mean yeah. – if you just have those in empty space, it's not great. Uh, but obviously when you're sick, you can't always help that. So it's, it's nice to be able to edit those out. Uh, but definitely those spikes, usually if like internet starts to go bad and you yeah. just get a really loud spike of something like feedback. And that's usually what happens this is the probably the worst one I've ever had. So yeah, not great. Zoom sometimes. Um, it doesn't sound like you've ever recorded with Zoom, which is good. Only it, it, once. I've done it once. Oh, you That's have. It. Yep. Did just you hear one. those little bleepy sounds that it does sometimes? I have. Not, I did not. Actually. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. No, it's, it's not great. It's 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 subtle. It's not necessarily a spike, so it's not something you would necessarily see in the waveform. But it'll just you'll just be listening to to words, and then all of a sudden it'll be like, and it'll keep going. Mm. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing ever. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't use it anymore, but yeah. some of my clients do. And I'm just, I, I'm I'm like, can we veer you over to the software, please? <laughs> yeah. It's so annoying because it'll bleep completely over a word and you can't get that word back. You can certainly copy and paste if you need to, but. Right. That's a lot. That's a lot of work too. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. So better not to have the weird little, what do they call it? Digital artifacts or what have you. Yeah. Ugh. All right. So what's something you would teach someone when, um with Adobe Audition to save them time in their editing? Um, saving time, obviously multi-track is a big time saver for a lot of things. Uh, so that's one of the main things. Um, another one I like to do, I don't always use it myself, but I always offer it to people. Um, the little markers they have, so you mm -hmm. can mark your audio to know where, like say you get a good quote in an interview and you don't wanna use it yet, but you know it might be a good one. You can put mm -hmm. that marker in there so you know where to come back through it and you don't have to listen all the way through. Because if it's an hour-long interview, obviously, mm -hmm. you're not going to want to listen to that whole thing trying to find your quotes that you found earlier again. Um, so those are always really nice. Say if you want to make highlight thing of podcasts for 
uh, submitting for awards or something. You have your top moments highlighted with markers on all your recordings, stuff like that. Um, so those are always very, very helpful in whatever you're doing, to be honest. So. Sure. Great. Okay. Um, and you mentioned some videos that you might veer someone towards, I'm guessing like YouTube or something to watch some tutorial videos. Do you have any favorites that you've seen and learned from? I have not because I haven't really gone really, really deep into a lot of effects uh, yeah. just because the content of our podcast is mostly just conversational. Sure. Um, if I, one of my buddies, I know he's looked into a lot of things. Uh, he made a promo one time about how to make uh, a voice kind of sound like the old 1920s radio call type thing. Nice. Um, I, I believe he did that in audition. He might have done it in mm -hmm. uh, premiere instead, but I'm not mm -hmm. totally sure on that. Um, he's a senior as well, so he obviously knows a bit more than I, than I do about a lot of things. So yeah. I know he's really big into getting those effects because of what he does and some of the projects he does make it a lot better. So Very cool. Now, you mentioned that you were working on audition at a radio station back in your hometown and you knew you wanted to go into like journal or media or what have you or radio for a long time. Oh my gosh, that's, that's a focus pretty early on in life. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, uh, I would never say I was one to figure it out because everyone in my class was always one of those ones. Oh, we figured it out since middle school. We've known what I wanted to do. Uh, it took me till junior year. I think it was, would have been spring of junior year of high school. And I still had no idea what I was going to go to college for. I had no idea what college I wanted to go to. Um, I hadn't even thought about playing football in college at that point. Um, so I think I was just thinking about then. And then I was getting back into the individual speech season. Um, cause I had started that my sophomore year because people always say that, oh, you're so good at talking. Uh, my parents more call it BSing to be honest, uh, but <laughs> I, that's just one of my skills. So I was doing radio cause you don't have to stand up in front of anybody for that. Mm -hmm. And I just started to fall in love with it. And so I decided, you know what, maybe this is something I want to pursue. Uh, I did some group large group speech with it. I did more individual speech with it. I was successful with it. Um, I added improv to it and spontaneous speaking to make it better. Um, I just started to fall in love with it. And that, then that job at the radio station, I got to do, I got to host morning shows. So I did a weekend show once in a while. Cool. Basically they had a script for it, but I mean, I was still there. I was reading everything off. I was finding news stories, sports stories, um, reading funeral announcements, just the basic stuff. Um, Sundays would have been church services that I would have been there for hosting and stuff. Um, but just more and more I did it, I started to fall in love with it. And then sports broadcasting came along and that really set it off. And I've fallen in love with both of them. So I get to talk now here in college. I call sports games. I have a yeah. podcast talking about football, which is one of my favorite subjects to talk yeah. about with a football <laughs> teammate and one of my best buddies. Yeah. And I get to be station manager for a radio station on a college campus. Um, so, cool. so it's, yeah. it's come a long way and it's been a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Way. Yeah. And you still have like, you're a sophomore now, right? Yes. Uh, technically finishing have... my second year right now, junior yeah. academically, but that doesn't mean much while I'm yeah. here. So. Oh, oh, I trust me. I know about having all those extra credits and things. Yeah. 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 Um, so so you still got half of your college uh, experience in front of you. Are you still on a trajectory to stay in uh, broadcasting? Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. I plan to stay here for as long as I can, to be yeah. honest. So that that's is the goal. Yeah, that is fantastic. 
Well, fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Austin, for joining us. And I hope the projects that you have for your finals are not too intense. <laughs> no, not too bad. <laughs> Finishing up one this afternoon, so I'm ready. So it'll be nice. Fantastic. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much. And I'm sure I'll see you on Facebook in that group. Which group was that, by the way? Was that podcast support group? It was uh, Underdogs okay. Podcast. Underdog. Oh, I love I've, that one. Yes. Yeah. I've met a lot yeah. of people through there, had a lot of guest appearances through there as well. Uh, so it's been very nice to connect with some people on there, especially, yeah. when, especially when I'm a freshman, sophomore, college student, when I'm joining it with all these professionals. Uh, <laughs> professional. so, yes, I will, I will wear that today. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, good luck to you, Austin. I'm sure I'll see you online. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay.